And now more Operation Freedom with your host, Dr. Dave Janda, on Southeast Michigan's conservative powerhouse, Wham! Talk 1600. Welcome back to Operation Freedom, folks. I'm Dr. Dave Janda, broadcasting from our ancillary bunker, Lane Main Freedom Bunker in the People's Republic of Ann Arbor. We're here every Sunday for you from 2 to 5 Eastern, but also available 24-7 at DaveJanda.com. Extra shows, extra content, extra guests, extra analysis, and the archives to all of our shows available 24-7. It, the Freedom Beacon is always on for you. We hope you'll take advantage, both the free side, the public side, as well as the subscription side. We hope you become part of our Freedom family. You know, folks, what has, um, I believe, actually saved the day when it comes to the totalitarian thugs implementing their will at will in stripping you of your remaining freedoms and liberties, what has come to the forefront and I believe thwarted, thwarted the deep state, the globalist syndicate, the new world order crowd, whatever you want to call them, has been the independent media. If it were not for the independent media, I believe that the the syndicate, the thugs, the thugocracy, the totalitarians, I actually think that it would be game, set, and match. But because of the independent media that, oh, they have tried. They, oh, they've gone into overdrive and trying to censor. In spite of their efforts at completely shutting down the independent media, it hasn't occurred. Why is that? Because the perseverance, dedication, courage, and sacrifice of those in independent media and one of the prime people in the independent media that has not only held the line, but advanced the line against the deep state is my next guest, Sarah Westall. You know, Sarah uh, comes to the platform, which is why the deep state just can't stand her, with a, 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 an incredible background. She has, she's a, a successful business person, a successful entrepreneur. She started her career at the center of the internet revolution at US West Communications, where she eventually became director of the advanced networking group responsible for all the systems design and development of what was called Enterprise, the internet and networking arm of US West. In addition, she's a partner in a, in a company by the name of Galax Consulting. She hosts a national radio show. She has an incredible platform that she brings patriots to to educate and empower other patriots around our country and around the world about how to enhance and maintain and to push the deep states division divide and conquer strategy back to where it was where it emanated from which is some rat hole and i don't know in some European cities and rat holes in Washington, D.C. SarahWestall.com, W-E-S-T-A-L-L, SarahWestall.com. It's my honor to welcome back my friend, Sarah Westall. Sarah, welcome back to the Operation Freedom Platform. 
Thank you, Dave. It's always a pleasure being on your show. And I got to tell you, I uh, I called the deep state people and the globalists and the people implementing this rats and the rats are cornered. This was a show a couple of years ago. And I had a listener who was really upset because she said rats are really nice animals and they shouldn't be compared to <laughs> these guys. <laughs> I thought that was funny. I just had to say that. Well, that's probably, we are probably doing an injustice to rats. It's a good point. <laughs> that's my point. <laughs> yeah. So you're right. I mean, it, so so how about this one? You know, we, um, we mentioned the censorship issues and you have been, as I have been, you have been heavily censured, right? So you'll love this. I saw this earlier today. Alex Berenson actually uh, sent me this, a former New York Times reporter who, oh, the deep state can't stand him because he's now, well, exposing significant amounts of these issues with the with their jab and their lack of transparency. How about this one, though, from today? An FDA official demanded Google censor a YouTube video the agency, the FDA, didn't like. Federal efforts to censor social media extend past <laughs> discussions with companies like YouTube over broad guidelines about COVID-19 misinformation to specific demands for suppression of individual posts as determined by an email. By an email? Yeah, they sent an email. Listen to this one. April 30th, 2021, the Food and Drug Administration Director of Social Media, Brad Kimberly, told a Google lobbyist about the agency expected YouTube to pull a video touting the potential of a new monoclonal antibody treatment for COVID. Quote, this is from the quote, overall, the video is problematic when it comes to COVID misinformation, Kimberly wrote to the lobbyist, Jan Fowler Anataros, quote, this video should be pulled, end quote. YouTube initially. Why? Because it shows a, what? I keep going. I was going to say well, it's a treatment. They're just censoring another treatment. Hey, right. I mean, so tell me, how many emails do you think and phone calls were made not just about monoclonal antibodies, but about hydroxychloroquine, about ivermectin, about the PCR tests and their unreliability, about, right? I mean, th this is, I mean. I couldn't be more incensed by that, though, Dave, you know, because the fact that they have been censoring treatments and then also propping up the, the tests that they know give a lot of false positives, that creates more fear. CNN and MSNBC, especially CNN, had the 24-hour-a-day death count. You know, then the test did more fear because, oh, my God, the cases are so high. And then they censored treatments and changed. They censored treatments. So when people got into hospitals, they didn't get the proper treatments that worked. And changed the protocols to a protocol that, I mean, they didn't even do the normal flu protocols, which would have saved a lot of lives. They just put people on ventilators and let them die. So they created this pandemic. It's not a pan it wouldn't even be a pandemic. It wouldn't even classify if they went to done all these actions. And now they have the emergency uh, declaration based on fraud. So an emergency declaration shouldn't even be there because it's all based on fraud. How many things, you're a doctor, how many things will people die from if they don't get the proper treatment? Um. Um, tens of thousands of entities. See, this is the thing, Sarah. I have been in, I was on, uh, on the front line of healthcare delivery for 
not including my training, 32 years. You throw my training into it, and we're looking at 40 plus years, okay? Uh, Sarah, we, we were centered our entire treatment approach of keeping people out of the hospital, right? About outpatient treatment that was found to be effective, found to be have been with peer-reviewed published studies about to to treat people on an outpatient basis because the hospitals are places where you can get sick in. What it's called, it's called nosocomial infections. Bottom line is is that we focus and now now the, the exact opposite is true. Uh, I, Sarah it, I get in I trouble have, when I, oh, I I get in trouble when I say you, this, but it's negligent. It's negligent to tell people just write it out at home. When you have documented effective treatments that can help people on an outpatient basis, preventing them from going to the hospital or getting a tube or going on a ventilator or dying. Okay, but if you, you were working at a hospital that changed their protocols to one that was worthless, yeah. it's almost better to stay at home and at least try to you know do right. some proper protocols at home than to go to a hospital that's purposely mandating protocols that are not beneficial to somebody. That's the sad situation we're in. And that, that is criminal. Not all hospitals, obviously. I mean, well, they're we, not we, all like that, but they're being well, mandated. Well, we, we know from studies <clears throat> that remdesivir is an absolute failure. And, and that people dying of of it's liver not. and kidney failure w- related to the remdesivir is significant. But this is this is the protocol that was pushed by Fauci, very similar to the protocol he pushed with AZT during the AIDS situation, which, according to yeah. high level AIDS activists, killed at least seventeen thousand individuals because of his protocols. Well, they gave AZT to orphans. I, I think you've seen these uh, yeah, these the uh, stories yeah. Yeah. and the research. They gave them to poor orphans, and they if they tested positive, their parent had, and they tested positive, even if they didn't show any symptoms, and they were using the PCR, they're using tests that, that were creating false positives. Then they gave them ACT, CT, ZT, and these children died in mass, and they have mass graves. I saw pictures of the mass graves mass graves of these children they put children in these these haphazard wooden coffins and just kind of threw them into this mass grave and then in the coffins have multiple kids in them that was fauci and that's not, back, and, or a treatment that they knew didn't work because they already did the study on adults and knew it didn't work and that was in new york so yeah that was in new york and it's very, very well documented. So people can look it up. They know, they'll know that I'm telling the truth. So, so there are docs that are stepping forward, and you well know them. You've talked to them, uh, Dr. Lee Merritt, Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Pierre Corey, uh, 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 Dr. Zelenka. I mean, just a, a significant number of patriots stepping up and, 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 and laying it on the line about effective Dr. early treatment. Dr. Well, uh, well, yeah, a little bit. But uh, uh, more, more, more than the medical establishment, much more than the medical establishment would like all of us, needless to say, that they they don't like us speaking the truth. But there's another individual out of the military 
Lieutenant Colonel Teresa Long. I want to play a clip for you. She recently uh, spoke, testified at a hearing that Senator Ron Johnson from Wisconsin held about the jab and the ramifications. And, 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 and this is the testimony of Lieutenant Colonel Teresa Long that we're going to play very brief, a snippet of it, and the fact of what they have tried to do to her. Derek, hit it. With respect to aviation safety, risk communication is critical. I saw five patients in clinic, two of which presented with chest pain days to weeks after vaccination and were subsequently diagnosed with pericarditis and worked up to rule out myocarditis. The third pilot had been vaccinated and felt like he was drunk, chronically fatigued within 24 hours after vaccination. The pilot told me he didn't know what to do, so he drank a lot of coffee to try and, quote, wake himself up and continued to fly until he realized it wasn't going away. After I reported to my command, my concerns that in one morning I had to ground three out of three pilots due to vaccine injuries. The next day, my patient patients were canceled. My charts were pulled for review. And I was told that I would not be seeing acute patients anymore, just healthy pilots there for their flight physical. She grounded 4,000 flight personnel because of what she was seeing in the clinic. And and rather than a, we need to investigate this, and thank you so much for pointing this out, Lieutenant Colonel Long, they forbid her from her seeing active patients. I mean, this is criminal, Sarah. It's, uh, this is, it's beyond criminal at this point. It's on, it's, I've been doing a lot of research lately just trying to figure out how mentally people could be doing this because, as you know, both of us and a lot of other people in the independent space have been working so hard to get the true information, the data out to the people. You've had attorney Tom Rents on your program with the CMS data that they've been hiding. I'm telling you, I can't understand how these doctors and these people can move forward and do this. It's a mental it, I've been doing a lot of research on psyops and mind games and you know mind war, trying to figure out it's unconventional warfare is what it is, and they're forcing these mandates from top down. That doctor, I mean, she was great, Ron Johnson. That whole panel, I published it on my website. He was censored, of course. They took down a congressional panel in front that he put together because that was too. People couldn't see that. You know, that's just incredible. That's why truth and freedom of press is so important. And when you don't have freedom of press, they can implement something like this. Because if people don't get the true facts, then they end up being able to implement and get into people's heads in data that's just not true. And then they do repeat that message over and over and over again. Back in 2012, they neutralized two acts in Congress, the Smith-Muth Act and a, a Security Act, a national, some kind of national security. I can't remember the exact name of that act. But when they did that in 2012, bipartisan, it was a bipartisan amendment, and they neutralized it and allowed dissemination of propaganda against the people of the United States. Before that point, it was not legal. So they're allowed to do propaganda against us. So that's what we're seeing. We're seeing this top-down propaganda 
I've had um, people tell me, uh, uh, experts that knew what Pravda was like in Russia, saying that our news system here is more coordinated and are more um, telling us more propaganda than Pravda did in Russia. I mean, that's scary when you start realizing what we're up against here. But I just saw something from Thursday, November, no, Thursday was yesterday, November, no, November 4th was yesterday that it was published. So Saturday, December 4th, or December 4th I'm sorry, we're in December. <laughs> I'm time, so time fast. December yeah. 4th, I apologize. I just saw it. This was from CNBC and they published unvaccinated people are 10 times more likely than vaccinated people to be hospitalized and 11 times are likely to die from coronavirus. And that was according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. And that is a flat out lie. The data that we're seeing coming out, um, Berenson will say the same thing. You'll see it, I'm seeing it. We're seeing whistleblowers all over the country. We're seeing the data coming in from Europe. It's the opposite. The vaccinated people are dominating the emergency rooms. They're dominating the hospitals in Europe because they track the data better than we do here. They're seeing five, six times the death rate of the vaccinated people over there. And you, you, you sent me an article from the Cleveland Clinic, a nurse, a whistleblower, and she was saying how, how many, how the vaccinated people are dominating the ERs right now and dominating the clinic. It's a flat out lie. And so how evil is that? When this is, I don't even think this is propaganda anymore. I mean, this is just flat out fraud leading to death. Well, that's what it's been from the very beginning, Sarah. That that's 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 the recurrent theme here, right? It, that it's it's just it's beyond, as you say, misinformation or disinformation. It's just flat out lying, and in the process, people are being put in harm's way. They're being killed. They're being murdered. And I mean, it's to that point because they're they're not getting the treatment that they should be getting. You know, and if you listen to Dr. Zelenko, I don't know if you had him on his the program yet. He was in New York and he was in the hotbed of everything that was going on. And he had, was get, keeping people out of the hospital with hydroxychloroquine. And he had a whole treatment protocol, very famous protocol now called the Zelenko protocol. And it's a zinc ionophore, so it's really the zinc getting into the cell, blocking the virus, and on. I'm sure you've covered that. But they, New York, they made it. They re- realized he was keeping people in the hospital, and they made it illegal. And then he figured out that um, quercetin and calcium uh, together can do the same thing and be a zinc ionophore and get the zinc in. And so he started doing that. But thank God, um, because that was over the counter. But he now, because he saw that firsthand, how they were trying to kill his patients. I mean, they go into the hospital, they die because they would just do nothing. And then he would give them, but if he kept them out of the hospital with this protocol, he'd keep them alive and they'd all be fine. Once he started the protocol, he only lost like three patients, I think. You know, people in their late 90s are going to do stuff sometimes. I mean, it just is what it is. It is what it is, right? But if you're a pretty healthy person, you're not going to die from this if you get the, a good protocol. Or even if you're not healthy, if you're relatively capable of recovering, you'll recover 99.9% of the time if you get the good protocol. And so you get him on the show and he tells you flat out they're just murdering people. Flat out. Because he saw it firsthand. 
And that's what these doctors, that's what the whistleblower out of the Cleveland Clinic is saying. The nurse, she's just beside herself. There's there's so much trauma that's going to be coming out of the health field from everything they're mandated to do. This is like the Nazi camp officers bringing people off the trains and into the camps and into the gas chambers. That's what they're asking doctors and nurses to do. And some of them are still in this trance of brainwashing because they think that these CDC and people are telling the truth, but a lot of them are horrified and they're going through a lot of trauma because they know that they're killing people. They're watching it firsthand. And that's what that article is talking about, how the nurses started saying, oh, you really don't want to go on this ventilator and please don't, you know, get, you don't want to be sedated because they knew as soon as they're going to get sedated, those that's the death sentence because, the, you know, please calm down, please be controlled because they they knew that once the the patient lost their cognitive abilities, they were done for. And that's really sad. And that just tells you what we're in for. I mean, this is the war that we're fighting. And people have to be, we have to be straightforward and honest now. It's so bad. That's why these mandates that are coming through are good. I'm, I'm nervous because they're temporary mandates. They're not, um, they're not forever. We have to, you know, they're going to try to get appeal them. They're appealing them everywhere. They're trying to try to bump it to the higher levels into the Supreme Court. And it depends on how uh, blackmailed or how controlled these courts are on whether they can get these things through. Because this isn't just at the U.S. level. This is a global effort happening from the uh, global economic forum down, from the central banks down. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of political pressure from the U.N. down, and it's affecting all these authorities. And, I mean, we're at a war. This When you're killing people like this, this is war. And we have to realize that this is war, but so many people are still hypnotized and brainwashed. And they try to say that it's just Republicans fighting back. This isn't a left-right thing. No. Killing grandma's not uh, Democrats or Republicans. That's not a left-right thing. And they, the faster that the Democrats or people can wake up, the better. Because, I mean, more people are going to die until people wake up. Well, it's interesting so on this what, uh, on this mandate. Uh, something that happened, you know, Biden. Uh, they tried to move this from the Fifth Circuit Court with their de- decision on OSHA, uh, not their mandate not being leg- uh, constitutional. They got slapped in the face on that. The Biden administration now wanted to move it to the Sixth Circuit. Something that happened late Friday night that nobody has reported is the Sixth Circuit denied the the Biden administration's motion to transfer the OSHA vaccine or test requirement lawsuit. And by the way, also said, sorry, the stay remains in place. It ain't leaving. And it's not coming to this court. You, you already had a decision against it. And the decision stands. It's a huge hit. Sarah, I want to thank you for everything you have done, are doing, and will do. Folks, you can follow Sarah Westall 24-7 at sarahwestall, W-E-S-T-A-L-L dot com. I thank you for joining me today. Until next time, Dave Janda signing off. Dream big and dare to fail. We are more than holding the line, folks. We are pushing the deep state back into their roach motel.